Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Thursday, the 15th of June. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well, let's kick things off as usual with the scores on the doors. And a big night, of course, in the US with the FOMC meeting coming out with a skip or a pause, although Federal Reserve Chief Jerome Powell was reluctant to call it officially a skip. But the Federal Reserve did keep rates unchanged last night, although, as the market expected, it was a hawkish skip. So talking about more rate rises to come, but a skip for now. As a result, we did see the US market a little bit more volatile than normal. The Dow Jones closing down 233 points, or 0.68%, 33,979. But just to put this in context, United Health, which is a big component of the Dow, accounted for around 200-point loss as it fell 6.4% last night. So that Dow fall very much on one stock. It had a high of minus 61, a low of minus 429. The Nasdaq up again, 0.4 of a percent, 53 points, 13,626. You do get the feeling that 14,000 is well and truly in its sights at the moment. The S&P 500 up four points in the middle for diddle, up 0.08%, so nothing at all. The VIX volatility index, yet another uh, hurdle of risk has been uh, jumped with the FOMC meeting now out of the way. Of course, we don't get another one until July. So the VIX volatility index fell 5%, 13.88. Extraordinary, given that the risks that were or are still out there in terms of the market. But certainly at the moment, the VIX very much uh, under pressure. The ASX SPY 200 futures not under pressure, though, up 21 points or 0.29%, building on that 23-point rise yesterday, putting it into some perspective as well. Yesterday's rise came despite the fact that we saw that big cratering yesterday in CSL on the back of that very rare profit downgrade uh, for them, FX headwinds and margin compression in the US and the plasma business uh, responsible for that. So that accounted for around 34 points negative. So if you had CSL flat, uh, we'd have had a 60-odd point rise yesterday. So 21 points up on the SPY today, this morning, up 0.3 of a percent. In terms of European markets, mildly positive, but only mildly. Stock 600 up 0.4, FTSE up 0.1, Germany up 0.5, France up 0.5, probably waiting and seeing uh, to see what the FOMC meeting did spill in terms of that uh, pause, skip or a jump. But anyway, that is now out of the way, as I say. In terms of US stocks, we had NVIDIA pushing higher yet again, 4.8%. AMD recovering after the launch of that new chip, 2.3% higher. Netflix up one2 
Meta, the artist formerly known as Facebook, up 0.8 of a percent. Tesla spoilt its record. 13 days and now a slight fall, 0.74% down. The US banks also eased. JP Morgan down 0.4. Citigroup down 0.9. Goldman down 1.2. Bank of America down 1%. Wells Fargo down 1.3. And Block, the artist formerly known as Square, was down 2.8%. Alphabet unchanged. Amazon down 0.2 of a percent. Apple squeaking higher. An apple a day certainly kept the doctor away, up 0.4 of a percent there. In terms of the US bond market, the 10 years, 3.79%, down 4.9 basis points. The two-year, pretty much unchanged, 4.69. The Aussie 10, 3.961. So that is, uh, once again, NASDAQ being pushed higher by NVIDIA and AMD. Uh, But that uh, Dow being dragged down, 200 points by that loss of uh, United Health. Um, during the session, though, both the S&P 500 and NASDAQ touched their highest level since April 2022. The Fed next meets on July the 25th to 26th. So we have uh, about uh, five weeks, six weeks before the next Federal Reserve meeting. The S&P 500 is now up more than 13% this year and more than 25% from its bear market low. Together with the FOMC last night, we also got some US economic data with the May producer price index, uh, which is an indicator of the past inflation fell 0.3 of a percent, a larger decrease than expected. So that is uh, pretty good. Uh, That reading on the consumer price index, which we saw on Tuesday, uh, showed the lowest annual increase in more than two years. So it does look as if the Fed is winning the war against inflation, at least at the moment. In local news today, we do have May labour force numbers out today. Uh, National Australia Bank are expecting the unemployment rate to remain at 3.7%, and they're looking for a soft employment gain of around 10,000 jobs in the month. So that'll be interesting to see what that holds for us. Uh, In other news today, Pepper Money in the Australian, a potential takeover target for BGH Capital. That's Ben Gray Capital. So that is an interesting one there. PPM, the stock code there. Santos is looking to sell down part of its 80% holding in Dorado. Carnarvon has got a 20% holding, but Santos wants to try and raise money to cover the capex cost and sell down a part of that project so we'll wait and see what happens there and Carnarvon in a similar position as well although Santos does appear to be in no particular rush uh, to um, develop that Dorado project. In other news today Patriot Battery Metals uh, which was a subject of our chat yesterday on the call we had it as a buy in fact I had it as I think a strong buy Uh, Some more drill results coming out overnight. They're drilling 127 metres at 1.78% lithium lithium hydroxide uh, and uh, 95.3 metres at 1.62 lithium hydroxide at the CV5 pegmatite. So in Corvette in Quebec and Canada. So that's looking pretty good for them. Uh, I think the stock had a pretty big run uh, last night in the US as well. In other news this morning, CSL has been downgraded to a sector perform from outperform at RBC Capital Markets. 
it notes weaker than expected initial FY24 guidance. Target cut to $306 from $364. Uh, Linus Rare Earths also downgraded to neutral from a buy at UBS. Target price cut to $8.30 from $8.60. Horizon Holdings upgraded to an overweight from neutral at Jardins. Uh, target increased to $3.80 from $3.55. Mount Gibson Iron upgraded to an outperform from neutral at Macquarie. Target price $0.60. Cents. And AGL is to partner with BP in a move to offer discounted EV charging there. In other news today in terms of broken moves as well, uh, we have uh, Emico Holdings out with uh, EBITDA guidance this morning. 248 to 252 million prior was 245 to 260. So it looks like a little bit of a lower end of guidance range. Uh, that is the case there. Operational update: uh, Rental Eastern Operations the is performing well uh, and solid turnaround performance in some parts of the business. Uh, Adriatic Metals has reported further drill results at Rupis Northwest. A new significant assays from the lower zone continued to be reported through the period. ADT is the stock code there. It has been under a little bit of pressure recently. So that is uh, something that could get the stock looking a little better, especially when we see these metal price rises. And talking of metal price rises, let's run through the metal price rises that we saw overnight. LME Copper was up 0.46%. LME Nickel up 3.5%, going well there. LME Aluminium up 0.8%, Zinc up 4.4%, Lead up 1.7%, Ton up 2.6%. We did see the oil price under pressure again, though. We saw Brent crude down a 0.9%, cents, 73.52. The WTI price down 1.7%. $1.17 to $68.17, still very low. Fill up your cars, my friends. Uh, gold under a smidge of pressure, $1.60 down. Platinum, nothing. And we did see the iron ore price increase yesterday. Dalian Iron Futures were up 4.5%. Uranium had a bit of a bounce as well. And we did see the coal price up 2.2%. Uranium stocks under a lot of pressure yesterday. Paladin uh, dropping back from that spurt that we have seen after the Namibian scare. Uh, we could see a little bit of interest creeping back into those. As far as resource price overseas stocks, BHP in ADR terms was up 2.1%, Rio up 2.5%. We had uh, Freeport MacRan up 0.6%, Alcoa down 1.6%, Tech down 0.9%, Anglo up 4%, Glencore up 2.3%, Vale up 2.5%. Arbomile down 0.9. We did see that big bounce yesterday on the Aussie market in terms of those commodity stocks, uh, but it doesn't look as if that's going to push through today, at least uh, in theory, looking at the overseas stocks there. In more news out today, uh, Navigator Global Investments is expected to launch equity raising today, so that could be on the cards. And we have National Storage REIT downgraded to neutral from overweight at Baron Joey. I knew you were all desperate to hear that news. Endeavour Group to acquire Rye Hotel on Victoria's Mornington Peninsula. Uh, the the uh, details surrounding that are confidential, but the property thought to be valued at around $50 million. So that's a good deal there, I guess, if you own the Rye Hotel. 
In more downgrades just coming through, CSL downgraded to a hold from a buy at Jefferies. Price target cut to 318 to 350 And Australian Ethical Investments has reported FUM of $9.02 billion as at the 31st of May versus $8.77 billion as at the 31st of March. Guides uh, UPAT, half year, 6.3 to 6.8. Uh, the revenue guidance is up 21% half on half, so uh, not a bad result there. Levisa downgraded from uh, neutral to a sell at City. Price target cut, quite a big price target cut to be honest, down to $16 from $25.75. Only 15% downside, so it shows, I guess, how far out uh, the guys at City were in terms of that. Um, price target there and we also had Patriot Battery Metals which I talked about a little earlier Um, the uh, stock has been going gangbusters in the US or in Canada rather Um, just looking at that uh, the local CDI's last closed at $1.90 and that stock has tripled since December so some good news there Coming for Patriot Battery Metals, it certainly is one of Macquarie's favourite stocks in the lithium space and that part of Canada, James Bay, very much in focus and Patriot Battery Metals very much leading at the forefront of that. Well, that's about it from me today. Not much else coming through just yet. Uh, We do have Chalice has completed its uh, SPP, raising $6.4 at $7.30 a share and that Navigator uh, Global Investments uh, is settling the 2026 redemption payment and acquiring remaining distributions from a portfolio of strategic investments. I suspect uh, that is of little or no interest to most members. But that's it. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. And as always, may the trading gods be with you.